The Burt Show. Oh, anybody that's gone to therapy knows the dance. It can be very, very difficult to try to find a therapist that is right for you, you know? Uh, I went on a stretch there where, and you just kind of know. It's sort of hard to explain, like, when you know it's right and when the respect is there and they get you, but you also know almost, it's almost like dating. You almost like mm-hmm. know immediately <laughs> that this is not going to work out, right? So we do free therapy Thursday and Burst Show listeners will submit emails because we, while we are all big advocates of therapy, we know therapy isn't accessible to everybody. So we want to help out where we can. So we have our Burst Show therapist. Miranda Campbell from Port Counseling Group here and wanted to do something a little different this time. So we don't have like a listener email. Instead, we want to provide tips and tricks on finding the right therapist for you. Because what I realized on this show, there's several people who have had a difficult time finding a good therapist that they gel with and also Ones that don't ghost them. Yeah, it'd be nice if mm. my therapist responded to me. Oh, <laughs> honey. Yeah, I know. You want to use this time with uh, Miranda here for her to get over that little yeah. anxiety you got going on? Let's talk about it, Miranda. <laughs> yeah, let me represent all therapists. <laughs> <laughs> it is difficult, man. I had a therapist uh, in D.C., I think I told you guys about this, that his process while he was listening was to lean back in his chair with his eyes closed. And I was never quite sure if dude was sleeping or not. I swear to you. And it just rubbed me the wrong way. Oh, my goodness. Did you say anything? Yeah. Good. Uh, And then he told me that it was his process. And I'm like, okay, your process doesn't really work for me. And I don't think I ever went back. Right. (laughs) And it's overwhelming, too. Like, I'm currently searching for a therapist who won't ghost me or cry on our calls, which, you know, that's always fun. And uh, (laughs) when you turn into their therapist, that's a neat time. I thought that was a badge of honor. If I could get my therapist to, like, tear up over my story, it validated how much pain I was in. Mm -hmm. It wasn't over my story. It was over something traumatic in her past that kind of related to my story, which I understand. She was a wonderful woman, but it wasn't for us. And I'm, I'm looking through all the options and I'm so overwhelmed. I'm like, I don't even know what I need. I'm like, you can do it. You can do it. But you have something. And I'm like, can I just find someone who's like, hey, are you universally effed up? I can help you. And that's what I need. Maybe this yeah. could be fun while we're talking to Miranda here. I mean, <clears throat> technically, there has to be the worst therapist out there. I would like to hear from Miranda you guys. Miranda did not like she did not sign up for what you're about bash. to do. No, I no, mean, no. I think it'd be fun off the mic. But yeah, I'm no, I'm going to make you look. Ca- I'm going to make you look great. One eight five five Bircho. If you had a therapist that ghosted you or fell asleep on you, but there was something that made them like yeah. immediately go like, "That's it. No, you're the worst. I'm going to move on." Yeah. Uh, we don't have one of those in studio right now. You don't. But I, I get it. I get the struggle. It is very much like dating. It's exactly like dating. But I, I do think that it could be the same way in a good way. You are allowed to have boundaries just like in therapy, like, sorry, in therapy, you can have boundaries just like in dating. You don't have to bear it all uh, right away. Mm -hmm. You can establish um, a layer of trust because you have every right for self-preservation and not to re-traumatize yourself, especially if you're going to therapy for trauma. Mm -hmm. Build the trust first before you dive all the way in. And and that's perfectly fine. You can even tell them, I don't feel comfortable talking to you about Mm -hmm. that right now. Um, but maybe we can circle back later. And a, and a good the, therapist will respect that. 
Absolutely. Yeah. It's sort of implied, though. I've always felt like that, I think, pressured. And now that you mention it, is like you go in there and you tell them everything right off the bat. And maybe it was because I just wanted to be over quickly. Yeah. That I just want to give you everything right now. And there was just that. So take it and now solve me today so I don't have to be here again. For well, me, it's like I'm paying for it, so I want to get my money's worth. <laughs> no, but that makes sense. <laughs> but you actually are connected to a therapist you drive with. And yeah. so, but if you are on the fence, if you're that listener who's like, I guess they're good. I don't know what I'm looking for. Like, then take your time. But if they have made you feel good and like, okay, I think they get it and I can do this, then by all means. And I think that's the same with dating. There's some people that could. Yeah. Say it. <laughs> There's some people that could get it the first night. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you're here. Yeah, that's so, like, for Abby and Cassie, who haven't found the one yet, what tips do you have for them in their therapist's search to to find that one? Well, just recognize that all therapists, like, in, in general, like, most people are going to therapy for some type of anxiety or depression. Mm -hmm. So, like, everybody treats that, or everybody can. Yeah. But can they treat people who have those experiences that are like you? So, you know, like... And for instance, like I work with people who are working on their relationships and I really think that that starts with them, that foundation and like helping them resolve things um, stemming from their family of origin and attachment issues. And so if that's your zhuzh, then I'm your girl. But if it's not, if you don't really want that, then that's perfectly fine. I think that, you know, when you go, I think, first of all, Look at their picture. I know it's kind of superficial, mm -hmm. but if you can't picture yourself talking to them or opening up, then swipe left, like, or right, or wherever. Swipe right, yeah. <laughs> we were joking about this. Yeah, we, we, we were in studio, Cassie, but we were joking about a tender for therapists. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. I would be, I Gold would mine. pay for the premium, honestly. <laughs> like, get, take my money. Let's, let's yeah. build it. So you would judge a therapist just based on their looks? No, I mean, I would need, like, a description as well. Like, oh, okay. hey, treats these, these disorders. But there are, when I'm looking at therapists, I will be honest, I don't pick male therapists mm -hmm. because, not because I don't think they're qualified. And I'll talk to a male psychiatrist all day, every day. But for the therapy and the in-depth complex stuff, I think sometimes if you haven't been in my shoes, then you may not understand, even if you have an, a world of knowledge. And I may be wrong on that. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't want anyone to take that as, you know, Bible or anything. But for me, if I'm going to talk about issues as a woman or postpartum sure. depression, I want to talk to a woman who's yeah. going to understand where I'm coming from. And yeah. someone that looks relatable that you could actually relate to. Mm -hmm. Like you want to eliminate the barrier, or anything in the back of your mind that's going to distract you from getting the gyms that you are paying to get. So, All right, in between the important stuff, let's be superficial. Oh, wow. Alexandra, what was your therapist <laughs> deal breaker? Hey, so I'm actually a therapist too, and this was the main reason why I entered into this career, because when I was younger, I went to a therapist, and the entire room was filled with clowns. <gasps> there were clowns everywhere. <laughs> On the shelves, there was pictures, and he only talked about himself the entire time, too. And I was like, this is a horrible experience. I never want anyone to ever feel um, that isolated ever again and felt like, okay, I'm supposed to be going for help, but nothing's helping. So I entered into the career myself, and now I'm a therapist. Good for you. Yeah, nice. you found a calling because of the clown you. therapist. How about that? <laughs> Wait, Abby and I would like to know if you're accepting new patients. Yes. <laughs> Please. Please. Right. Caitlin, what was your therapy deal breaker? 
Mine was when um, I went to this special therapy that I had to pay extra for called DPT therapy. And um, basically when I got there, my whole hour and a half session was us Googling my symptoms <laughs> and what to do about it. Oh, oh no. Yeah. yeah run. And demand a refund immediately. Right. Uh, and one last one and then we'll get to the important stuff again. Hey, Caroline, your therapist deal breaker. Hey, guys. Good morning. Morning. So, yeah, my very first time going into therapy, um, I was with both of my parents, and the therapist asked each of us in the room to pick an animal that described each of us. So I naturally picked a giraffe for my mom because she saw everything and, like, a panda bear for my dad because he was, like, nice and stuff. But my mom picked a snake and told the therapist that I was, like, the most evil, like, daughter on this planet and all this stuff, and I have not walked back into a therapy room until this year. Damn. Okay, so that wasn't really on the therapist. You, you need a new mom. <laughs> well, I'm, that's hard. I mean, I would hope that, like, a therapist could kind of repair that on the spot. I mean, mm. we can't predict everything, but there's ways that we can mitigate things like that. But, you know, to the important stuff, I know sometimes cost is obviously a factor, I will put out an unpopular belief or like maybe a belief that will bring some anxiety for some, you know, therapy. Yes, it it can be seen as expensive, but like if you're going to spend money, like it's on you for one mm -hmm. and two, you trying to save a dollar by getting like primarily focusing on people who are low cost or in network may lead you to spend more money in the long term mm -hmm. if you're going to take forever to get results or or you go a few sessions and then they go you know like go like I would first look for who best fits and then figure out how to pay you negotiate ask if they have a sliding scale there's a therapy fund called um, from the Loveland Foundation that gives therapy vouchers for people um, BIPOC women for instance um, there's just lots of, or they could offer a super bill, like if, if you have out of network benefits. So like there's ways to pay for it. Don't always like prioritize the finances. Like think of that, that should be considered, but not like the utmost, like look for goodness of fit. Miranda, when you said, um, find a therapist that fits before you go, the only way I've ever found therapists was word of mouth from friends mm -hmm. that are like, oh my, this mm -hmm. therapist kicked ass for me. Yeah. So if I don't have a friend that I know went to therapy, what are those things that I'm looking for for that fit before I even go into the office? Well, for one, you can find different like directory listings. There's one called Mental Health Match that actually does have some type of like algorithm thing that matches you with some with someone that fits what you're sharing about. And so that can kind of eliminate um, if, especially if you're not savvy, like reading the profiles, that could be daunting and overwhelming. Who has time for that? Um, you could also just maybe find different niche groups on like Facebook and ask around or the mom groups on Facebook. Like who have you mm -hmm. all seen? Like maybe they're not like your close immediate friend, but like they're, you, you know, from at least a trusted source and you can post anonymously to those groups if you don't want everyone knowing. Yeah. And I think it's really important to, and as a guy that's gone to a lot of therapy is that when you get a recommendation for somebody, also remember everybody is so different. So 
I might like a therapist that's like really straightforward and kind of aggressive in their advice. And I, because I had such a great experience, I might pass that person on to Abby, who doesn't even know that's not a good fit for her until she's in there. Exactly. So it's really, really difficult to find that match. And it's okay to get it wrong. You don't marry the first frog you kiss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, just because you went to that person and you divulged some stuff the first time, don't feel like you're obligated to have to go back. Absolutely not. Yeah. That is uh, Miranda Campbell. She is a licensed therapist at Port Counseling Group, and you can find her and them at portcg.com. Thank you for coming in. Thank you. The Burt Show.